Switch It Up, the Game Central podcast, sponsored by Nintendo Switch. Hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast, which is today sponsored by the Nintendo Switch. How do you feel about it, Gareth? Um, undecided, I guess. I think a lot of people are. It's hard to but say. It's time to make a switch with Nintendo Switch, sponsors of the Game Central podcast. Okay, so I think everyone is excited today. It's the release of the Nintendo Switch, and obviously everyone is dying to play 1-2 Switch, which is a fantastic game and has been getting fantastic (laughs) (laughs) reviews throughout the day, uh, including 10 out of 10 from Edge magazine. Wow. Which isn't too bad, is it? But how do we find you today, Gareth? Hey, you find me quite well. A lot better than yourself, it sounds like. Oh, you know, the last few days, uh, I think it was Monday last week, uh, I was basically shedding from my anus, uh, which would normally be reserved for my urine. So it was pretty much that. Um, and then it started coming out of my mouth. Which <laughs> was awful, so I had to take four days off work. Came, and then this come- week, I said, sorry, Dave. Oh, sorry, I was about to say, can we get sick through Skype? Because it sounds dreadful. We can't. Oh, uh, it's just a cough. I don't know what it is. It's just a dry cough. Um, nothing really out of the ordinary. But, you know. Dedication to the podcast, then. That is dedication to the podcast. And today is a landmark in gaming. Uh, because one of the best consoles of all time has been released. And uh, we're all going to be very excited about it. And we're going to obviously be talking about its merits a little bit later. Uh, Obviously, we've got our feature where we'll probably be talking about the Nintendo Switch and what we hope for it or what we don't hope for it. Uh, And then we've got what have we been playing. But first, let's go to the Ellery Ip. By the way, Dave Ellery's on. You don't even mention that yet. (laughs) We don't have to mention it because it doesn't sound like Don's coming back, does it? (laughs) Oh, no. You you had some plan, mate, you did. (laughs) <laughs> what was that? What me or, no, or Gareth? Gareth? What? What are you talking about? That poor boy. You you don't give him a chance anymore. What? He we gave him more than a chance. He said that he was available today. It's true. Yeah, he was, and he's but not. Gareth on. started a war with him. That's well, no. Actually, we are. Oh well, no, you didn't actually. <laughs> oh, that okay, seems so let's go for it. Talking. Dave, fantastic to have you on the podcast today. How are you feeling? Oh, really good. Thanks, Bob. Better I hope you're yourself. ready. Thank you very much. Kind of, uh, kind of what I said. Oh, okay. Well, you could say that, but you could have some sort of disease that could eat you from the inside out. And <laughs> also a good you film. Would be, you wouldn't actually be better than me, would you? <laughs> What's rare? Possible. <laughs> right. So, uh, the LRE Ip, for those that don't understand, uh, is a price comparison website that Dave has set up in his mind. <laughs> And just like Hot UK Deals, or is it UK Hot Deals, or something like that, oh, uh, Dave will tell you the best deals that are around there at the moment, um, such as £300 for Nintendo Switch, mm. which isn't a waste of money. Switch it your way with Nintendo Switch, sponsors of the Game Central podcast. So Dave, what are we looking at this week? Uh, well, seeing as the last time I did this uh, on the podcast, you were slightly disappointed at the price uh, that I kind of cut off. At. So I've tried to find as many games as I possibly can worth playing, in my opinion, uh, under fiver. Uh, so I just pause every single time you cough because I'm just like, is he gonna die on air? Uh, yeah, I had it in Valentine's Day 2012, I think it was, Gareth. The uh-huh. Valentine's Day podcast where uh, we first met uh, guys now wife. Oh, lovely. Is it his yeah. wife? It will be, probably. There's not much going on up there, is there? So she might as well. <laughs> up here, you mean? Yeah. I too live up here. Well, not exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, guy is at least an eight. He <laughs> wouldn't even be a four. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. 
so Dave, what have we got? Um, right, so I scoured the uh, online websites um, or stores uh, for... They're the way first... better than the offline websites. Yep. Yeah, well, are. yeah, I'm not going to go to the high street stores. No offence. No, no offence. Whoa, I'm so offended. Pardon? I honestly haven't entered the game for... I'd, I'd probably say a year. Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually gone in. Uh, I've, I've noticed one on the high street. Looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. I just went, oh, that used to be good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so starting with um, Steam or PC, as you could possibly guess, that's where a majority yeah. of the deals are going to come from. Oh. Um, we've got games such as uh, Guacamole. Have you ever played that? Yeah. No, but I've old. got it. Really good. Uh, was ten pound now two quid. Two pound. Uh, wow. Two pound. Gun, which is just an Xbox 360 classic. I remember playing. Oh, I, remember I was addicted to that game. Uh, yeah. That's two pound fifty. Definitely worth it. Is that it? Yep, literally two pound fifty. Wow. Um, How to Survive, which is a really good uh, horror survival game. Um, Thank you. Uh, you can get that for three pound. Uh, there's three a pound. Huge, yep. There's a huge Lego sale on at the moment. And I know what you're like with Lego games, Rob. Oh, I absolutely love them. You love collecting. They're so different. Games. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's just like, how do you keep coming up with these new ideas? Yeah. Uh, so you can get either Marvel or DC superheroes, uh, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, the Harry Potter games, all of them, and they range from about £3 to about £5 uh, yeah. per title. And when uh, you realise how much Lego costs in its physical form. Yeah. It's quite a decent saving. It's quite a decent saving, exactly. Like yeah. Dave. Anyway. Why not make uh, the Switch to Nintendo? <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Proud partners of the Game Central podcast. Well, I would make a Switch to Nintendo, but sadly they don't have an online store not that yet. I can find yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you, can buy, you can buy a 1-2 uh, Switch uh, at the minute. And that, <laughs> hey! That's 40 quid. <laughs> hey! that is. God damn it, so yeah, that's expensive. It. Still. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just stole it. That's that, that, that was my steal of the yeah. week. You just have to be patient, Rob. <laughs> because that's the only game you shouldn't pay for. You should just steal. Yeah. <laughs> you should literally steal it. Uh, anyway, the last uh, the last two games on PC worth a mention are the Prototype 1 and 2. Uh, Prototype 1 is about £4 and Prototype 2 is about a fiver. So you can get the um, two games there for under tenner. Um, PS4 is quite disappointing. I'm quite honest. Fuck's sake. Oh, I saw it! No, that was because I um, oh. swallowed my drink without... Um, went down the wrong pipe hole. Anyway, um, <laughs> the only games that I could find uh, on their uh, under £5 sale that I, I deemed worth playing, because a lot of it yeah. was just DLC content for games like The Witcher. Um, Switch? We've got Sorry, did you say Switcher? No. Hey, Nintendo hey. Switch in stores, 3rd of March. Nintendo Switch in stores, in stores now. Oh, by the way, guys, have you, have, have, podcast. have you seen the amazing deal on the um, Zelda... Um, carry case for your controllers what one my Whoa. xbox one controllers no your switch controllers rob <laughs> oh yeah yes got 10 of them instead of instead of having a red carry case worth 20 pounds yeah. you can have a zelda carry case for the cheap cheap price of <laughs> yeah. 30 pounds oh, mate god. they are mugging people off aren't they? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god not that oh we, not that we think that. That could be someone else's opinion. That, yeah, that is someone else's opinion. Uh, you know, we don't. Uh, right. So yeah, uh, back to PS4. We've got Grow Home and Grow Up, which are quite nice uh, indie titles, uh, platforming um, collectors. Uh, Grow Home platforming for collect- What does that even mean? Well, you go around collecting things, achieve like Spyro. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah, get yeah. it. Uh, so go home for two pound fifty and grow up the sequel for three pound fifty. Oh, that's uh, well worth mentions. it. Yeah, honourable mentions for under a tenner. You've got um, Alien Isolation for seven pound fifty. Now that's well worth a uh, well worth. That's got to be worth a pun, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Especially if you uh, if you're a fan of the Resident Evil style gameplay. Yeah, uh, you know Alien Isolation puts it down to a T. Thank generally you. scared the living shit out of me. Um, do you not? Hey, work, do you know what will just get a little shit out of you? What's that, mate? 
Nintendo One Two Switch, only £40. Availability is limited. Nintendo Switch, proud sponsors of the Game Central podcast. Now to Xbox. Um, Thank you. This month, uh, for Games of Gold, it looks quite promising in some respects. Uh, you've got Layers of Fear and Borderlands 2, uh, which comes out at the start of March. Uh, Borderlands 2 is well worth a free. Oh, what a game. Oh. It's so good. Uh, I'm actually a bit annoyed because I'm not even kidding. Like At the start of February, I bought uh, the Handsome Jack collection. Um, yeah, so called the Handsome Collection. <laughs> oh, sorry. The Handsome sorry. Collection. Uh, so, yeah, I could have actually waited and got Borderlands yeah. 2 for free. But I heard that Layers of Fear is actually a really good horror game as well. So, that's worth a buy. Uh, well, what about people that buy the Nintendo Switch? They complete Zelda. But they complete Zelda. They could then play Borderlands 2 on another console. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. They, they revert back to normal gaming society. Yeah. Switch back. They switch oh! back. How did I miss that one? I feel disappointed in myself. You should be. Um, uh, towards the later half, you've got um, the. I can't remember what it's called, like the limited edition of Evolve, uh, where you get all of the DLC added in with it. Um, this is probably due to the fact that Evolve no one plays it. Has, has, yeah. has completely disintegrated off the map. Um, so, yeah, that could be quite fun. Hopefully, it like repopulates the server and it might be a good shout for. You know what I blame? Good people. What do you blame? Immigration. I blame the uh, what's the name the release of the Nintendo Switch. This is definitely uh, <laughs> this is definitely a uh, response to uh, the you know to try and draw people back. Yeah, evolve is gonna save us. Exactly, evolve is gonna save us. Uh, other games that are gonna save us are uh, Metro. It's a Metro Redux bundle, which means that you get Metro <laughs> 2033. Yeah, they call it Redux. Uh, Did they call it that? Genuinely, they call it the Redux. Idiots. It's like Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, you get the Metro 2033 and the Metro Last Light. Uh, both games are four quid each in the store, uh, but you can get the bundle, which was £24, is now under a fiver, £4.80. My God. My God. So, two games there, both worth four quid each, or you can get them both in a bundle for under a fiver. Do you know what? If I was to buy that game, Dave, I'd take myself to the police station and turn myself in for theft. <laughs> You're like, I'm stealing this. I would literally uh, say, you need to arrest me. Exactly. And of course, no better uh, way to spend time when you sat in the Metro than with a Nintendo Switch, Legend of Zelda, out <laughs> at launch. Out now. Sponsors of the Game Central podcast. Uh, yeah, so that, that's going to be fantastic. And that's also, if you get arrested, good. you can play the Switch in yourself. Precisely. <laughs> you can bring it with you. Exactly. And you can play it whilst waiting to get books. Then, once you're out, you can be an ex-con with the Joy-Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, another survival horror game. Uh, one, two, Light. switch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one, two, switch. Proud sponsors of the Game Central podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got Deadlight, which is which has got a... Dying Light. A group, no, Deadlight, not Dying Light. <laughs> okay. This is so the sequel. It's, it's... <laughs> 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 I like that one, guys. Well done. Go. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> the Deadlight, which is uh, another one of those um, survival horror games, uh, that was £15. It's now £4.90. Oh, wow. There's, there's also a collection of arcade games, including uh, Pac-Man and I think, like, the... The Techno Tetris or whatever it is, uh, and you can get them both for about three pound fifty, so that's worth it. Um, it's not under a fiver, but I think that Bob would appreciate this mention. Um, DMC, the the finish. Oh, what a game! Yep. So this is the um, revamped version of Dante with his short black hair. Yeah. Um, you can get that uh, on the Xbox One for. Eight pounds, oh, which is worth, and that's it's a definitive edition. So yeah. you get all the DLC and the improved graphics, uh, and it is such a good game to play for under a tenner. Yeah. So they are. I've scoured the web, and that, you that scoured is, top to bottom. Top to bottom. Uh, I didn't scour the dark web. Uh, <laughs> hey. Go there. Not no. not after you sent me all those websites. 
All those know, that, the dark web's a bad place to be. Yeah, it's a bad place to be. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so but that's my state of the week. Dave, what would you lock into your uh, your vault with uh, sleeping dogs? Oh, lock into my vault, probably. And yeah. I'd have to pick it out the like literally. Haven't thought about this. Um, yeah. Gonna have to just pick it out the air. I'm probably gonna have to say <sighs> the one two switch on the yeah. switch. Mm-hmm. One I'm gonna two have to switch. Lock that in this week. That as, is it. As as the best game I think you can play for at least at least. Thirty minutes. Oh, Dave, say, how many games are you get in one two switch? How many mini games are there? Um, actually, I can tell you that right now. Tell us right now. Forty. Forty games. Oh, that's a pound <laughs> a game. That's, that's better than any of the deals you've just said. Bang. Nintendo wow. Switch sponsors of the Game Central podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video game music segment with me Gareth. Obviously this week's episode is all about the Switch but uh, I wanted to do something a bit unexpected because why not? Also because the soundtrack to Breath of the Wild in my opinion kind of a letdown and there's no like sort of Switch shop music in there yet to sort of enjoy so in my opinion musically the Switch quite disappointing but a game has come out recently with a very, very good soundtrack, and that is weirdly Halo Wars 2. Um, I know Halo games, um, you know, typically very good soundtracks, but Halo Wars, you wouldn't think would have a great soundtrack, but this game does. So, this is from the Halo Wars 2 soundtrack, and the track is called It's Done.
Oh, Gareth, that was such a beautiful song. What made you decide to use that for today? Uh, I really like the notes and the, the, um, notes. the, you know, the sounds. There's some good sounds on that. Mm. Yeah, um, it was excellent. It was brilliant. Uh, but today marks a beautiful day. It's the 3rd of March, 2017. And with it brings the release of the Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't know about you guys, but whenever a new console is released... I get pretty much excited. And I'm looking at the Nintendo Switch uh, right now. We, we've all been sent one each from Nintendo. Um, and I must say, I cannot find a single fault with this machine. I was uh, I was up all night last night playing 1-2 uh, Switch. Obviously, with the embargo that was in place, no one was able to talk about it. Um, but I started playing it, and I literally... I had to stop because I was crying um, <laughs> all over the joy. Just, the just joy. tears of joy. Just uncontrollable tears of joy. And I was scared that it would stop. Uh, and I said, I then said to my partner, uh, I don't care if there's only two games or whatever out. I'm, I don't need any more games because I've got this game. Um, At this time. Yeah. And then she was like, you need to stop playing one, two switch. And I said, I can't. She was like, I need to watch the telly. So I put it out of the docking station and I just carried on playing 1-2 Switch. Oh, because once you take it off the telly, you can still keep playing it. I was, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, and it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, all the 40 games were probably better than any other games that have ever been released. <laughs> what, what was your favourite yeah. one? Uh, there's one where you have to be a cowboy and you have to uh, draw out the pistol. Um, mm, yeah. I was just playing that constantly for five <laughs> hours. Were you playing it with decks? No, no, no. I, Dexter, I wouldn't let like... anyone play. Oh, right. You were just, yeah, you were, you were just appreciating the console for all it's worth. I was, Dave. How, how are you getting on with your one? Well, you know, I, 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 I was lucky enough to receive the Neon edition. Oh, wow. Um, from uh, Nintendo, and yeah. this means that you know people who, 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 who are willing to pay, um, the extra ten quid get um, pound. You know, there's pain. Yeah, exactly. But but you get so much for that, okay? Yeah. Because instead of just getting black and grey controllers, boring, yeah. you get one red, one blue. Outstanding wow. move from Nintendo there. <coughs> that is really a game changer, isn't it? It really is. Like, literally, I don't think any other console that I can name has ever released coloured <coughs> controllers <coughs> with their... Well, I don't know about you, Dave, but... Um... I was kind of jealous, and I wondered why you went for the Neon, uh, but I kept getting the controllers mixed up and putting them on the wrong way on the game pad. Exactly. So exactly. you having yours colour-coded is really What's smart excellent. move. Obviously, yeah. red on the right-hand side if the console's facing you, and then blue yeah. on the left-hand side. It was absolutely a genius move. And it also meant, because I was playing it with my, uh, you know, I decided to share, yeah. um, and it's just been outstanding, really. Yeah. Um, truly, truly has been. I think um, my favourite mini game is um, the one where you have to. Um, it's not the boxing one where you got. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, you got to like just the fact that my arms can extend and like you know it's just like we boxing, but next level. Yeah. Ne that's and what we were looking for. That's what, that's we, were what we were looking, looking for. for. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, when I was playing with the remotes, I put one through my TV, but it didn't matter because I don't just use the gamepad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you didn't have to worry. If the Wii yeah. had that in the beginning, they wouldn't have had all that trouble. Man, that's probably why they released that controller with a screen on it for the Wii. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, what about you, Gareth? How have you found your Nintendo Switch? Well, I, I'm coming at it from a unique perspective because, as you guys know, I'm one of the three people in the UK that bought a Wii U. Okay, um, yeah. So I can really compare and contrast both. And I've got to say, the graphics on the Switch are just so much massively slightly better than the Wii U that you just oh, wouldn't wow. believe the clarity on the pit. Exactly. If you yeah, compare them, exactly. You sit there and you go, this is almost, almost HD. So close. Yeah, you know, it's so close. One of these days, Nintendo are going to get to HD. Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah, but in a way, I don't want them to because it's, the, it's that really that gives them a charm. It's true. You know, I think once they start trying to aim for I don't HD, think Mar like yeah. else. Exactly. I don't think Mario will be the same in 4K. 
you know, I think he would just be too sharp. I really what? like the fuzzy quality on some of the maps, especially when you stretch it to a 42 inch. Exactly. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you don't need graphics when you've got games like one, two switch. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, that is the most, and this console is obviously a console that's, we can play the games at our own speed. I don't think I'm going to be finished with one, two switch until at least Christmas, 2019. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm in agreement with you. Like, yeah, like so, I said, I've only played literally two of the games on, yeah. on, on the show because like you said, they're just so addictive. They just are. have to keep going. And like I said, Laura, my partner, yeah. was the same. She was just like, God, I, just, I could just pretend to be a cowboy for absolute yeah. hours. And people, some people say, go to the next... I don't want to go to the next level. I want to perfect being a cowboy. Precisely. Before I access the other 39 games on the disc. Mm. And for Nintendo to give us until Christmas before we get any other games exactly. is really testament to allowing us to actually get... Because all the people on playstation and stuff they've been playing the last guardian and before they know it horizon zero dawns out and exactly. before you know it you've got to buy another game but with the nintendo switch i just they feel let like... you appreciate every single second of the the, the disc you know yeah. before before moving on and uh, the thing that holds me on rob i'm not sure about you yeah. okay but the thing that really just you know keeps me going is just uh it's the anticipation for such great games like skyrim because i remember yeah, when yeah. i played that game in 2011 and i oh. lost it Okay, so now I'm thinking, God. Oh, you lost your copy of Skyrim? Huh? No, I've just lost my mind. Sorry. <laughs> oh, right. it, was, it was so good. I told I you Dave's got, uh, got uh, short-term memory loss. <laughs> yeah. And that's due to Skyrim. Like, seriously. I uh, always think to myself, uh, whenever I'm on my way to work, I wish I could be playing Skyrim right now. That's exactly. And now, and soon, the time. very soon, you'll be able to. Um, uh, because I'm thinking, is that like Rob? Only like you yeah. know, seven, eight years. Well, no, sorry, six, seven years of you know since the game release. Nintendo yeah. could can only improve on that. You know, come on, they've had they can they've, they've had six years. And you know, I shit. I actually bought the uh, enhanced. Is it called the enhanced edition on Xbox yeah. One? Hmm. Two yeah. two high resolution. Yeah, you know, I want it to be a little good. bit exactly. Yeah, and I couldn't really cope with it. And I started to get scared, and Becky said, what's wrong? And I said, oh, I can't. The resolution's so high. I can't see anything. It's too realistic. I had, she yeah. told me it was coming out on Switch, so that was quite good. And I'm looking forward to playing 1-2 Switch on the bus tomorrow, yeah. uh, just at the back on my own, <laughs> um, which would be Pretend quite nice. to be nice. that cowboy, mate. Yeah. Um, Obviously, long-term plans. Uh, waiting for Mario to come out. Probably a new Star Fox and Smash Bros. And oh, such yeah. great games like um, Just Dance 2017. Yep, on the bus as well. Really that. looking forward to that. Exactly. <laughs> yep. uh, Sonic Mania is coming oh, out. It's just mania everywhere. It's just mania. Great, yep. really up-to-date um, Call of Duty games like Black Ops. Black Ops is coming. Black Ops is coming. Not oh, to yeah. like, you know, oh, scare wow. you. And I know, look... Gareth, calm down, but I'm going to tell you this. Farming Simulator 2013. Wait, not tw that's the best one. That's when it exactly. so peaked. Farming Simulator, not they 2017. Not 2017. No, none of that. No. 2013. It's like certain FIFAs will be like, you know, the, regarded as the best ones. Farming Simulator, exactly the same. I love that. Exactly. That's it. They couldn't improve. You know, and it's proven. Like, five years of more farming simulators, nothing beats 2013. Farming's, farming's never been better than 2013. Exactly, and Nintendo had the foresight to see that. All the farming regulations that came in in 2013, yeah, after 2013, all, all of this free stuff, it. mate. It just yeah. Like, limits on tractors, like how fast they could go. Precisely. It was just ridiculous. Oh. And Rob, as well, so I've just seen uh, Rayman Legends. 2013 again oh, Rayman wow. Legends you know the story of Rayman that's going to come as well playing that on a bus is going to be really good really 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 wow. interesting super exciting games you yeah. know I, I, I'm, I'm literally at the edge of my seat and I'm probably going to be like this until you know like you said Christmas 2019 I, I am literally going to obviously Nintendo sent these to us for free but I feel guilty and I'm just going to send them a check in the post yeah 
for, because not, I, I, or not. Yeah, I feel like I've robbed them. Exactly. And I don't like to feel like that. All right? Just a moment of silence there. That was an absolutely fantastic in-depth look at the games that we have and thank you to Nintendo for all of those game consoles. Switch to the future, playing the games of yesterday, today. Um, so what are we doing, guys? We're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Dave, would you like to kick off? Um, yeah, so I've... Um, I'm still um, playing uh, Sleeping Dogs. That's oh, what a good. game. Uh, I'm towards the end of the story now, um, but uh, I'm also I also downloaded the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta. Oh yeah, the yeah. Open beta. Do you remember I when thought, we played Ghost Recon? That one? this is it. Yeah, the future. You really liked it. Yeah. Ghost oh, Recon okay. Future Soldier was like my game of the year, um, and it. Yeah. Of which year? I can't when? Because <laughs> it might be on the Switch. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. <coughs> It was 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually 2012. Yeah, it'll be on the Switch. Don't worry. Hey! That, like 2020. Uh, yeah. Switch back to 2012. <laughs> um, no, so that game was really underrated. Yeah. I felt underrated. It had a f- absolutely outstanding um, online gameplay. Um, yeah. like really, it concentrated a lot on team-based work. And me, you, and Andy played it, didn't we? Exactly, and it was like, well, pretty much the team online that failed were the ones that wanted to, you know, play like a Call of Duty player and just run out and just shoot everyone. So, um, and I think actually that was its detriment, sadly, is that the gaming community was just like, no, I can't bother with this, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and they just died. Um, yeah. So I was really quite excited with this new Ghost Recon game, actually. I was mm. uh, quite anticipated, but it kind of fell short, if I'm honest. Shut um, up. It's gone more open world. Do you know much about Wildlands? I do, um, um, but I was hoping that I'd play it on my Switch in 2023. Okay then, so yeah, just wait. Just just, yeah. just, just hold out for that. Um, but yeah, the, it, it's gone more um, open world. Uh, it's four-player online co-op, so you join a squad. Yeah, but, but... it's... Um, it's kind of, it, it reminds me a lot of, um, say, Just Cause 3, Far Cry... Um, a bit of destiny. Everyone compares it to the division. Yeah, um, it's the same sort of gameplay, where you know you there's a massive build-up, really interesting um, setup for like the story. Why am I being brought into like you know this uh, this country? Who am I going to kill? Oh, right, I'm killing like this drug cartel. Like they're in control of all of these different factions. And uh, each faction has a speciality, whether it's like torture, narcotics, blah, blah, blah. And they really Lovely. set it up like big and massive. Um, yeah. The first mission is great. Um, but again, it doesn't... F- when I say mission, it's more like a free... Like they give you an instruction and they just go, go find him. Um, yeah. Which is quite... At first, it feels quite relieving. And, oh, this is quite new. Uh, yeah. So you can attack it whatever way you want. You've got all the gadgets... Um, that you could, you know, from the previous Ghost Recon games, so like, you know, um, you've got the binoculars, you've got your drone, you uh, the drone can like, if you upgrade it enough, it can like drop gas and smoke and flares. Um, but so you can attack attack the objective however you wish. Um, and so you free the rebel captain, and then he's the person that puts on your map the next target. Who do you need to take down? Uh, so for each section, so in the beta, you have to take down the two people uh, in the cartel who are in charge of torturing, and then it gives you, say, five or six intel points that you need to get uh, information from, whether that be um, saving, rescuing a captive spy who's in prison, who knows a lot about him. Um, One mission, you have to steal their car, so that you can um, trace their GPS, so you can find out where they've been going. 
and things like this. Um, so it sets it up, like I said, it sets it up really well as if it's going to be like, you know, oh, this is going to be a really hard base yeah. to attack. This is going to be like really interesting. Uh, I, I'm going to spend hours on this. Um, how it actually turns out is that because when you set on a waypoint, you never really know when you're in the mission. So huh? each room is a camp. So say in Far Cry, when you go in, if it's a difficult mission compared yeah. to a side mission, there is a definite mood change. There's a difference between, right, this is a mission, it's story-based, it feels like a story, compared to me just going into a base and taking it over like a side mission. In Ghost Recon, we found that the side missions and the main story missions just felt the same. So I'll just go in, and we actually proved it. We didn't have to kill a single person. We drove in with motorbikes <laughs> into this prison. Looking hard. Yeah, we just drove into this mo. Uh, saying this prison. Got off our bikes. Uh, li- literally drove to the front door of the prison cell where this prisoner was. Didn't kill yes. a single person. Got off our bikes. Released him. He told us the intel, and then we just drove off again. Like there was no challenge in it whatsoever. So you just uh, drove through the enemies. Yeah, we just literally drove through the enemies. Uh, they shot yeah. at us, but you know we were able to get into cover long enough to heal ourselves again because we're superhuman, and um, yeah, just move on. Now I'm I'm going to stress that this is the beta, but it's difficult to say that it, the game comes out next week. The beta was released yeah. last week. I don't think they're going to make drastic changes. Um, but we found that it was just a bit. It set itself up to be something excellent, and it just falls a bit flat. All the guns feel the same. All the cars drive the same. Like you could literally drift a sixteen-wheeler truck round the corner, like you could drift this guy's oh, sports yeah. car. And I was just like, "There's no difference. It, it it doesn't feel like there's a difference." So you didn't like, feel that you were tested or used any skill to do anything. No. You just no. It, and 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 all it needed needed really was like in the main base, like I said in Far Cry. There's like it feels like it's a story. Like there's a big, there's there's loads of enemies. It feels a lot more fortified. It feels harder and a yeah. lot more challenging than the normal outposts. In this, you take over an outpost and it feels the exact same as driving into a prison. Like there's no difference. Yeah. Um, my. Michael, my brother, said is that it would have been better as well, is that if you can customise your character to be a specific soldier. So we are the Ghost Recon soldiers, which means that we are excellent and outstanding at everything, which means that you can be the sniper, the recon guy, and everything. So if you've got four of those people, it kind of feels like no one's got a purpose and everyone just kind of goes round and... Jack of all uh, trades. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Um, you can do this cool thing when you where you link up um, targets. So say for like you can you can highlight up to six targets to do like um, synchronized kills, yeah. which is quite fun. But the game just doesn't give you enough opportunities to really do it. Um, so you can say, oh, I'm going to take one, you take two. I'm going to take six because he's you know probably going to spot you in that sniper tower and you shoot five. And then you can try and sneak, sync up. But what happens is, is that if one person spots you, so say, for example, like the sniper spots you, without any warning, they've all got like a hive mind, and now, oh, they, now they're all on alert. Yeah. You know, so it goes no with full reward. Exactly. So, there's, and, and like you just said, there's no, there's no reward for doing it stealthily. I get the same experience for driving in there, killing no one and getting the objective, or I can annihilate everyone in a stealth mode and then get the objective, or I can just annihilate everyone like Arnold Schwarzenegger and get the objective. I don't. So you all have to kind of basically pretend to be soldiers and do it precisely. Yeah, the only way. Yeah, like you just said, you have to kind of make the mission. Yeah. All of the um, all of the main story points as well are done through like radio comms um which is easily missed because they've also got like rebel radio and then like propaganda radio playing in the background so if your comms officer is like talking to you and giving you like exposition about how great this cartel leader is etc 
and then all you're hearing in the background is oh actually no they're shit and your guy's doing a quippy whip because you know he's hilarious and he's oh I've just shot someone in the head so I'm going to have to do my catchphrase oh, it yeah. just all it just all kind of like blends into one so yeah. I'm just like I don't know whether that was important and once we actually stood in a car because we thought it was exposition and it turned out just to be a really bad joke that he was telling about a blind monk <laughs> and I was like oh, are yeah. you fucking shitting me like there's no indication whether this is important or can be ignored like, I don't I, I don't know the difference uh, yeah. it got so bad that even when we got to the last like cartel boss leader uh, for the map um, they do like this whole spill like this whole talk um, about, you know, who they are and, you know, what's going to happen. Like, give you loads of story, but yeah. you can skip it just by walking into the room <laughs> and then the fight starts. Like, it's not a cutscene. It's just free for. So you can just, like, kind of just walk around, um, you know, outside their room. But you're meant to breach and clear it. But you don't have to. You can just, like, my mate just walked through the window. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah now what <laughs> and he was just like, like and they stopped mid-sentence like he was halfway during like talking literally like giving this massive speech to his soldiers and then he just stopped talking just pulled out his gun everyone turned around like a hive mind and started shooting him <laughs> it was just, ridiculous it was just really badly like constructed like like i said again they set up a massive story really interesting got me like oh this is going to be well good and then yeah. the delivery of it was just shocking also, like the graphics, like I said, you can literally, there's like a mountain so steep it looks like Mount Everest, and your guy can run up it like a fucking mountain goat. <laughs> like he's got, yeah. oh yeah, he's got absolutely... Is that one of his skills. Perks. <laughs> he's got calves like fucking god, and he oh, just, yeah. just runs up it. Um, all the cars, regardless, can go up as steep as well, but you can run faster than the cars, so you might as well just run everywhere. Helicopter sounds like a bit of a mess. It is a mess. It's just an unfinished mess. You know? Wow. So, so, so much so that I closed the door on, like, an enemy's face, and you can see his gun pointing through the door. And I was wow. just like, are you, are, are you joking? This is like a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> it yeah. is so unfinished. So, overall, I'm sorry for ranting for so long, but, um, yeah, overall, very disappointing. Um, yeah, like I said, good. it is a beta. They could release a day one patch that makes it amazing. But uh, the beta kind of fell short. So that's what I've been playing. What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've uh, I bought the old Hitman. Ooh, oh, um, yeah. Because you two were talking oh, about you're welcome, how great it was. By the way. Thank you very much. Um, I just, I can't really get into it at the moment. Uh, I, f <laughs> I find it like, because uh, the levels are so big, I find them quite um, intimidating. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. <coughs> and... <clears throat> I kind of feel that it, it's strange. It's like I've got a target to take out, but yet there's this whole area that I'm not familiar with. And it's like I'm finding it a bit too trial and error at the moment. Um, I'm still on Paris, which is the first level. Um, and I'm just finding it kind of... I quite liked Blood Money and those sorts of stuff because they were quite contained and... Even though some of the levels were um, open plan, it was quite obvious what you had to do or which way you had to follow. Uh, with this, obviously, because you're just plonked somewhere and you're given a general sort of outline of what the mission is, uh, I just find myself sort of going into multiple rooms and looking around and kind of just thinking that I'm doing a sort of recon, reconnaissance. Um but yet not really knowing what's going on. Yeah, it's, but, it's really yeah I understand that. <clears throat> I think when you buy it as a collection, yeah. you treat it as one game. And like you said, I think it can be quite daunting, but they released them episodically, didn't they? So if it's like, I can't remember how much one, one episode would cost, but they kind of wanted to make it large enough so that, you know, you didn't feel like you wasted the money. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did feel the same. You feel like, you know, for the first two runs, you've got to learn the map completely. Um, yeah. And then you can go back and do the challenges. And I kind but of I think... felt like I don't want to have to keep doing it in runs. I would like to maybe... Yeah. It feels like you're kind of looking around for opportunities Yeah. Uh, in order to do something. And then they follow a 
specific route. So like when yeah. uh, things present themselves. Uh, That's when moments. it's activated and then they start going towards Yeah, that. so I kind yeah. of feel like I'm walking around just looking for moments to follow uh, yeah. rather than actually following any of them. I'm kind of just trying to look for what there is. Your collection. Uh, and then going, oh, well, that one. <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah. <coughs> Which probably isn't the best way to play it. And I'd rather be more spontaneous like I was with Blood Money and uh, contracts before that. Uh, Absolution, I didn't mind too much because it always felt like you were on a sort of forward momentum that you're someone somewhere pretty definitive to go. Um, but in this, it kind of feels like you can go anywhere and wherever. And obviously replaying the level over and over again. I don't know. I just kind of... I don't know. I think I'm going to have to play it a little bit more to... Yeah, I was about to say. It. You do have to yeah get... I think if... what I started looking at it as a puzzle game. And then that's what kind of changed it. Is that yeah. it's not it's not an action game. Like you said, in the first couple of missions, you do the recon. You're picking up the pieces of the puzzle. And then you're like, right, I'm going to have to, what, you know, what jigsaw puzzle am I going to do this, le- what's saying, this, this run through? Am I going to... Did you play drop- it with the hints on? So, like, uh, to tell you what yeah. to get. I played yeah. it with the hints on because, like you said, I think that's the, it's almost the, the way the game was meant to be played, in my mind. Yeah. Um, you know, why, if... If the developers have put so much effort into like like you said, like these big reveals. Yeah. Um but I found that the challenges actually are really quite difficult. There's only say so for Paris, there's about five of the fifteen challenges which are like opportunities and the rest yeah. you've, got to, you've got to really think about how the bloody hell am I gonna do that? Um the hardest one that I found was dropping the chandelier on um, the woman's head. I was like yeah. I couldn't find a sneaky way of doing it. Um, so I didn't do it sneakily. Yeah, literally, I just stood up as um, in the auction, uh, pulled yeah. out my gun, and just shot the chandelier and just fell on my And at the moment, um, I'm looking around, and sometimes it will say that I haven't got the required thing to do what I need to do next, or yeah. <laughs> I don't have a screwdriver to be able yeah, to get the is... electric. Yeah, but that's what I mean is that, yeah, you've got to pick up the pieces of the puzzle. And you've got to be like, right, I'm going to do that. And I quite enjoyed that gameplay. I, I, I enjoyed that challenge. Um, yeah. Because the harder the challenge gets, the less hand-holding it gives you. Yeah. Um, so like I said, in every single map, there is, say, four to five actual, like you said, routine opportunities where you follow it point for point. But the other ones are, you know, you really do have to think about <coughs> that's when it, like you just said, that's when it becomes free flow. And that's when, yeah. that's when you start really enjoying yourself because it's, it's things like, um, common, you have to, I think you have to go around and kill everyone with an axe in one of them. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but really hard. <laughs> like you've got to kill both your targets yeah, with an axe. Um, so yeah, it's trying to find it. But yeah, like yeah. you said, Every single mission that you start, got to pick up the pieces. But yeah, keep at it, and uh, I think you will actually start enjoying it. I hope so. I really do hope so, Dave. Um, and the other game I've been playing is Yakuza Zero. Ah, nice. On the PlayStation Four. Uh, I've heard I played, things. I love it, and I've been playing uh, the Yakuza series for quite some time now. Yeah. Um, I've played all of them. Uh, I didn't play Yakuza Five on the PS3, which is something that I need to do. That just wait about late. four years and play it on the Switch. <laughs> yes. It'll um, probably be better as well because think you can take it upstairs and do those mini games. You can do can karaoke do. actually in the shower. I just I just don't know what it is about the Yakuza games that I love. I paid fifty five pounds for it from game because I Fuck couldn't it get out. it anywhere else. Yes. Um because they're releasing such limited quantities. Yeah, exactly, it's rare. <laughs> and I will I will never pay even thirty quid for a game normally, but Yakuza's got a really special place in my heart and uh, it's sort of a prequel to uh, a thing that happened. It's just the kind of games that you don't get anymore. It just goes at its own pace. The cutscenes are long. The stories are interesting whilst not outlandish. And it's basically the story of (coughs) the Yakuza (coughs) in the 80s and they want to buy up land 
in in the area, um, and obviously uh, they're trying to forcefully do it their way. But there's an as a alternate gang that want to start wrestling all the patches away from the yakuza, and you find yourself kind of caught up in the middle. Um, it's not about anything sort of amazing or there's no grand schemes or anything. It's really based and grounded in reality. Um, uh, but there's just something really good about it. The way that there's the attention to detail, uh, the way, uh, the missions are a bit strange. Uh, there was one mission where I had to stop schoolgirls selling their knickers to men. (laughs) (laughs) Grounded in reality. Grounded. Grounded. And it was stuff like your parents wouldn't be proud of you, would they? Oh no, please don't tell my mum. And then a maniac uh, becomes obsessed with one of the girls and he wants to buy her knickers again. And she says, I'm out of the business now. And he's like, I don't care, you're mine. Uh, I want to be with you. And then you have to beat him up. Blink, so it's yeah. just stuff like that. Uh, yeah, literally, up. that is almost plucked from realism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think that our friend Gareth's been playing, indie game-wise? Uh, I'm probably going to have to just shout out and just say um, I don't reckon he'll have time to play any indie games uh, this week Why? because he's addicted to one two switch. That's what, I'm going, that's, what I, that's what I'm going to predict. Most games cost £40 for one game. Yeah, exactly. One two switch costs £40 for get... 40 games. Exactly. exactly. 40 different ways to play them. Incidentally, I've just uh, looked on Amazon. Uh, not that you weren't enthralling to listen to, Rob. Thank you. But I looked I on Amazon. Um, Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Yeah. Care to take yeah. a guess? I'm going to say, because I know for a fact, okay, that it is Ridiculous. every single... No, no, no. It is worth every single penny. Oh, it costs. Yeah. No question. And I know it's around about <laughs> 70 to 80 pounds. It's probably worth Am I correct? Uh, well, uh, maybe in some shops. Amazon have it for £65, which is an absolute steal, considering yeah, Dave just steal. told you he found it for £80 somewhere, yeah. maybe. I said so, it's Dave, yeah, in, the va- in, the, in the range of 70 And Dave would know. He he has his own website where it's he sorts out dedicated prices. dedicated to deals. I think I that I would feel guilty if I bought it for £65. Yeah, you'd send Nintendo a check for a tenner. So wait, it out. wait, is that on Prime, or does that include posting and packaging? Oh, that's a good question. They'll get you on Thank that, you. Gareth. Um, oh, it doesn't say. If it oh. doesn't say, posting packaging on Amazon is delivery at no extra cost for Prime members. There you go. They, there we go. The deals so get if, better and better. Yes, I'm on Prime. I can get it for sixty-five pounds. Uh, you are going to have to pay sixty-eight quid, including post Gareth. in your face. <laughs> yes, Gareth. Bro. If if the Nintendo online service isn't up, how are you going to download indie games on it? Oh, good point. Um, how are you going to get such good games like Limbo, which that, is a good game? That is, is a old. that is a fantastic game. <laughs> yeah, just is old. That I've, <laughs> I've only played once before about six years ago, so I would want to get round to that again. At some so, point. And it's well yeah. within Nintendo's prime years. On the bus. <laughs> on the bu- yeah, <laughs> children dying on the bus. That's what you want. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, recently, yeah, I have played, been playing more Dota, which we don't ever have to talk about ever oh, again. Oh, God, what an awful game. No. Um, <laughs> a few weeks ago, me and my friends took the Friday off work, and we played through Resident Evil 4 in one day. Oh, that's that weird. It was weird. It's worth it. It was <laughs> a good game. Fucking fantastic game. Yeah, absolutely. What console did you play on? Uh, we played it on PC. Oh, you lesbians. Cool. We recorded like the whole the, thing. The, was it like the remastered one? Because they released that, didn't they? Yes. Released like the re- yeah. Yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's like the third time it's been released remastered. But, yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's not aged well graphically necessarily, but it's just one of the best games ever made, and it just still yeah. is. It's superb. Um, I, I downloaded it as soon as it came out on Xbox One. Uh, Sod five and six. <laughs> yeah, as soon exactly. as it came out, I just literally downloaded it started playing it and then I just didn't stop <laughs> and it's like how does it still do this yeah yeah it, it kind of spawned from me and my friends we were just idly yeah. talking about it and we just kept remembering bits of Resident Evil 4 yeah. and then we just kept remembering more bits of Resident Evil 4 
And for about three days, it carried on where we were like, oh, remember the bit where there's regenerators that you shoot bits off them and they grow back? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I remember yeah, that bit where you're, on a, where you're on a ski lift. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that bit. That bit's really weird. Oh, remember the bit where you, there's like a lava room that with giant dragon stone yeah. things that shoot fire at you? It's like, what is this game that has all these bits in it but still makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, it still makes sense. Exactly. And do you remember the annoying little plant? shit and he turns into a massive mutant plant? Do you remember the bit where he has a giant stone robot of himself that runs <laughs> after you and destroys a bridge and if you fail the quick time event, you just yeah. fail. Yeah, you just get, uh, do you get remember the eat? bit where you go to the village right at the beginning? No. I remember my friend bought a GameCube from Blockbuster just to play that game. That's yes. a good reason. Yeah, yeah it was I a good that. reason. I remember that... Um, like you said, Gareth, or and Rob, actually, um, when that first, when my mate first got it, I was in year, I must have been like secondary school, like year it was 10. 2004. Um, and yeah, it, it was half term. And I remember going around there on the Friday. And it was on those first weekends where you just sit there and we just played it. And I think it was like we completed it on Sunday. And then yeah. his mum like came up to his room and was just like, "Are you ever going to go home?" And I was like, "Probably, but you know, we need to complete this Resident Evil game." That's <laughs> you should have punched him in the face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Resident yeah. Evil bitch. Uh, but yeah, <coughs> she, was, she was more than happy to uh, have me stay. Favors like that, you know, mate. Yeah, in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And fourteen-year-old well, Dave eating the mums. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like you said, it was like one of those most addicting games where you sit there and go, trying I can't... To, trying to look up uh, Ashley. Yeah, back in the day uh-huh. when, uh, what's the name? Rule 35 on the internet didn't exist. Oh, yes. I believe... That was Paul, wasn't it, back then? Yeah. I believe she's aged 20 in the game, but they never say oh, it. Rob, that's way out of your fucking age range. <laughs> that's out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I was about to say. God. Oh, well, that time well done, Bob. You just ruined his boner. No, sorry. Well done, Gareth. You just <laughs> ruined Bob's boner. I haven't had a boner since 2004. Well, I would I say, if, if you've not played Resident Evil 4 in like five, six years, just play it. It's still fucking incredible. It's so much yeah. fun. And just, it's the best thing. I remember I after that, being really excited about Resident Evil 5. And the <laughs> only reason I think we completed it. And actually, if I remember, not hating it, but that's only because of the co-op. Yeah. fantastic and co-op was, game yeah and it was in the era where games actually just got rid of all co-op and the only co-op games that we could play locally was Gears of War or Resident <laughs> Evil <laughs> it's crazy, that's still the fucking case <laughs> yeah and obviously looking back and when 6 come out you were like oh 5 weren't really that bad yeah let's just play 6 and it, which is a shitstorm yeah. <laughs> the thing about Resident oh. Evil 4 is think about Resident Evil 3 it's just a Resident Evil game with the fixed camera angles and the tank controls yeah what crack were they smoking when they came up with 4 and like it just bears no resemblance to anything that came before it it's just such a massive massive left that's turn the, from everything that's, else that's, that they'd that's, ever it's done it's literally the definition of innovation though isn't it it's oh man <laughs> everything about it is incredible but, but it's, <coughs> and you know not over exaggerating it but it's you know, it's innovation which saved the genre or saved the, um, or and changed it at least. It's and now like, they've changed it a bloody game, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I've won. Resident Evil 7, haven't played it, uh, but I've watched multiple game uh, plays. It's fantastic. Like, honestly, I've, I've really quite, I've really enjoyed the spectacle of it. Um, yeah. So again, they've done it again. Whether they carry it on, I think the ending of Resident Evil 7 was a bit confusing um, for timeline issues. So I'm intrigued to see Steady where they go. on, no spoilers here. Exactly, I'm not, Don't I'm be not spoiling it. it. I'm not spoiling it, I'm just saying. <laughs> a bit confusing. Okay. I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go with it, if they carry it on, that is. But knowing Capcom, they might just go fucking, you know, might just go complete left field again. Just be it, like, it oh, now. It was a big boss, was it? Mm. Yeah, you never know which Capcom you're gonna get. Are you gonna get Street Fighter Five or are you gonna get Resi Four? You just don't know. Well, exactly. you're gonna get you just never know. Crapcom, that's not. You're gonna get a Crapcom or Capcom. First time I've heard that. Yeah. Well, or you're gonna get a Joy-Con with your Nintendo Switch out now. Only sixty pounds <laughs> on top of everything else that you've bought. Um, I've also totally worth it. 
<laughs> pretty much the only other thing I've been playing is Just Cause 3. Um, uh, I've completed it. It's good. Yeah, It's really good. You can't stop blowing up cows, can you, mate? You attach rockets to the bum, and then the rocket and fires them off into the sky. And it just flies, and it's just endless entertainment for actual hours. And you <laughs> attach the cow to a car, and then the cow flies the car away with it the person great. still inside it. It's a fantastic <laughs> it's game. Do you remember Mercenaries? Sorry, oh, got yeah. a tangent. Uh, I never what? played it because it was a PS2 oh, okay. game, and I didn't get a PS2. Mercenary One and Two was just <laughs> literally what Just Cause is now. Like you know, Just Cause came out and wasn't as good as Mercenaries. Uh, but then Just Cause 3 is quite literally what Mercenaries sh- has should have evolved into. <laughs> it's just everything yeah, I you want. I remember playing Mercenaries 2 World in Flames and having quite a good time with it. Yeah, it's just hilarious. You could literally do, like, well, probably not as much as I could, not, I think I remember. No. But the destruction graphics was just great. I remember, like, destroying a whole oil rig in the game. Yeah. Literally detonating the fuckers to uh, the ground. And it was just great. It was more like calling in airstrikes and bombs, wasn't it, rather than actually doing yeah. what you do in just calls. Yeah, yeah exactly. But calling in airstrikes yeah, for really small reasons, like yeah. leveling a city because um, you want that flag. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you mind you give me that red communist flag? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. By give the way, it. I've leveled. I've, I've leveled the whole fucking city. Freedom uh, with an airstrike. <laughs> But thanks for the flag. And it's like, you know, completely unjustified violence. It's so over the top. So over but the top. It, it, like I, I said, have got fun with me. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Right, so that's it for today, guys. Um, thank you for humouring me. Pleasure. And I thank you. I'm coughing so much. And I, I, I just want to say personal thanks to Nintendo for bringing that right, yeah. Definitely. The Switch. I don't think, I don't think we could... Could we do a fanfare for them, please, Gareth? Please. Um, okay. You know, I think I think that's that's well needed. That's only fair. It's only fair. It's only fanfare, isn't it? To be a fan of the Nintendo Switch. We're not biased in any way. No, we're not biased. We just think that it, the Nintendo Switch is fantastic. And probably the epitome of innovation. I just don't think any other game console should ever be released. I just quite honestly, mate, I don't know where games consoles are <coughs> at this point. Like, because um, it's perfection. It is. I can't see anything. Is that because of your flu? Are you going to faint? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was just coughing again. Right, so until next week or the week after, or even the weekend after that, we'll see you. And uh, look after yourselves. And remember, uh, there's nothing wrong with a switch. Oh. I can't wait for Reggie to say that at E3.